Welcome to Vegan Sunday School. It's the 12th of November. Hello. There you are. I can hear you now. Hi. Hi, everybody. So happy to see you. Non-alcoholic claw style. I don't know what that is. Fourth night. Well, we're going to play the theme song until we get a new one. we got to get a new one for Sunday School. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Maybe just the beginning of it. Colonies can't fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is It's for us. That's right. Club at the end of the day. This is a shadow And there it comes. Well, look, even Karina V made the time. I know she's on a train. Oh, where is she going? Karina V is careening. Karina V is careening down, uh, down the coast on an on a locomotive on her way to Orange County, California. Mm, nice. Right. She visited LA and she didn't even call you, Fanny. What? Seriously, <laughs> Karina? You came to LA and you didn't tell me. She came to LA and she didn't tell anybody. She was there for a uh, birthday party, I think. But I, on the other hand, I'm in I'm in I'm in Berkeley, California. That's nice. So you're getting closer. Yes, I'm, it's weird to be back in Cal. You know what? Honestly, Fanny, it was it was strange because like we we came, we saw the water, and I was like, oh, you know, we came, we got here late, whatever. And the next day, we're like, let's check out the city. I want to go see my favorite parts of Oakland because I love. Oakland. I'm Oakland's my favorite city, I think. I, I, I want to I saw your nostalgic photo. Yes. Where you're sitting at a cafe. Mm -hmm. By the way, not nice for the girl behind you. Did you see her face on that photo? I was no. like, oh, poor girl. If she knew she looked like that on your photo, she'd be like, come on. <laughs> Cold coffee. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, and then we also went to Heinold's first and last chance saloon and merchants. It was amazing. But um, yeah, I, I, I love it. And then at some point it dawned on us we're like wow we drove from sea to shining sea we did coast to coast we did it this is it we made it all the way and, and you didn't have a big problem on the road you didn't meet carnies that wanted no, to no nothing that's nothing, nice nothing horrible really happened and you know like I it was weird because it was such a huge deal to have to to have done it to have gone coast to coast. We're gonna go. We're gonna do it again. We're gonna go the other way. But how many people have done that coast to coast driving from really to the ocean to the ocean? No, I've done it by plane. By plane, That's it. yeah. We drove at, from the Atlantic to the Pacific, and I I was standing at in Jack London Square, and there's a there's a podium a podium like a tombstone not a tombstone a monument style hold on there is a difference between a podium and a tombstone yes <laughs> what are we talking about similar in shape though it's a stone structure of a small tombstone like small memorial and it says this is where the pony express ended oh and that's nice where are the photos 
Where are the photos? <laughs> There's photos. They're coming. I, I've taken lots of photos. I'll, I'll be sharing them as we go. If, if you aren't share, if you aren't watching my uh, my stories on Instagram, then I I should share. I don't know. I'm trying to share as much as possible, but like I'm also taking video and thinking I'm going to edit it soon. And there's just a lot going on. That's cool. You have so much going on. I'm happy for you. Thank you. I think I might have to stop doing the show for the week driving back though, and I'm a little bit sad about that because i've never since i started doing the morning show oh yeah the pre-shift the pre-shift i haven't i haven't taken a break i've not stopped streaming for over a year and it feels so weird but oh, since we're driving we might have to be waking up at like 7 be on the road by 7 30 and i won't be able to be doing stopping and for, you're, you're the one driving nobody else can drive and you could be like on the road doing the live I could do that. You're right. I could do that, but it wouldn't be the same pre, it wouldn't be like the pre-shift and it would have to be, I could probably do that, but you know, who knows? I've had internet problems this whole time without in the middle of Texas. That's true. And you know, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I should do it. Should do what? Is that what you think I should do? I, I'm not telling you what to do. I think you should do whatever feels great for you, but you're one of the VFFs. I want to do something for the community, not just for myself. I mean, yeah, your live streams are cool. I even tried to connect when they were at 5 a.m. When I came back from Belgium, I was like, that's convenient because I wake up at 4 now and yeah. live is at 5, so that's easy for me. But I must say, even on a regular basis, sometimes I'm not really out of bed at 8 now. Yeah. So, no, it's uh, it's tricky. And adapting with the, the time difference every time you travel, that's tricky. That's been tricky because I've, do I've done 8 a.m., what they call local time. I'm always 8 a.m. local time and I'll do it. But sometimes it's hard because like <laughs> it'll be actually six o'clock Zulu time, right? With a time yeah. that I just left. So I don't know. It's a... Uh... It's, I get it because I have this YouTube channel that's called Actrice Hollywood and it's for French speakers. So most of my students are in Belgium and in France and Switzerland. And it's tricky. I always have to do anything start at 9 a.m. because for them it's 6 p.m. Yeah. So have to do it that way because otherwise we cannot connect on the same time. It's a, uh, it's tough. It is. It is, but I've done it so far without any breaks. And so now Why? look at you would be on the road every time. So you couldn't do that. Or sitting in the truck. You can pre-record, but it's not going to be the same. No. Right. It could pre-record, but it's not the same. And it's not the, I think the live thing is really important. I like doing the live streaming. Um, and Jess, I think Jess is volunteering. Ooh, me, and my, me and my husband doing guest a live show together. Week. There you go. Guest host for the week. Can you guys I, do an affirmation every day and um, a vegan no. affirmation? I cannot commit to doing a live streaming every day. It's I don't like, know if he's volunteering. Maybe he's just for him. Maybe he's the only one who's going to do it. Yeah. I, I don't know how he's going to do that with his job, but if he wants to do it, you know, I'm not going to prevent him from being the, the vegan doing the live streams for Sky. Is he 8 a.m.? Maybe what time does he leave? He can, he can Uber just that week because the park doesn't open until 10, right? <laughs> You're funny. He can just Uber. He can because you know we have so much money. Let's just take Uber for one week for the for the uh, for one week. Oh, it's just for one week. I thought your next trip was gonna be three months. No, it's like four days. 
Oh, for one week. All right, all right, all right. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about it. It's like four let's, days. Let's sleep on it. Maybe let's five. Sleep. It's hard because like um, so I'll be I'll be leaving Sunday from Irvine and driving directly across America. He's telling you he can do it. He wants to do it. Maybe I could be his guest from the road. He could be the anchor and I'll be the I'll be the uh the man outside. Listen, you we wake up early now because we have a, a little uh, doggy and yes. she wakes up at 6:30 and so we have to get up anyway, so maybe that's going to work. Yeah, I love it. French baguettes French fries and French baguettes in France. You can do it. He's uh, Mike the Musical Vegan. Says. Except Mike, I'm not French. You're not French, but you are sort of. <laughs> you're not no, French. no, I am not French. I love French people, but I am not French. Well, if you speak French. Aren't you're you a, French a little speaker. Bit of French? Oh, little because French. you speak English, now you're British. A Come little on. bit, a little Come bit. Come on, no, you're a little not bit. Sky. A little bit, like uh, you saying, I have more in common with a Briton than I do with a French person. I don't know your genes, so I don't know. Not about my genes. It's about my just like my culture and my <laughs> your culture? Uh, my language and my yeah. Sure, culturally, I have some things to do with the Frenchies, but the, Fran the Frenchies don't have. For example, it's funny. Yesterday evening, I had French people over, yeah. and we were talking about in Belgium we have uh, applesauce with meals. So yeah. we have like uh, let's say vegan chicken with um, French fries and applesauce. Yeah, the That's Germans do that too. Like a German, uh, yeah, Germans do that too. They put applesauce on shit for some Frenchies reason. don't do that. They're like, what? Why? Ooh. Why would you do that? It's like there's so many things culturally we're so different. Belgians, they're always happy for no reason. Frenchies are always, never happy. <laughs> they're kind of, it's like their attitude, right? They're always a bit grumpy about everything. They're always complaining. They're they always on strike, right? So it's like culturally, we're very different. Yeah, the 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 Belgians are Geneseers. They're uh they're bon vivants. Exactly. Like yeah. we party hard. Like Frenchies do too. For that, I'll give it to them. The Belgians they, they love the Belgians love uh, the enjoyment of life, and also there is a little bit of German in the Belgian uh, way of in the Belgian culture too. There is, and there's Dutch. That's why our culture is so different. Because French, they only have France, right? But yeah. Belgium, we have a little bit of culture from France, a little bit from Germany, a little bit from uh, the Netherlands. So it's like ich bin geboren in Vilvoort. Hey, good for yay. Good for oh, you. Yes, I do. I thought know. he was Austrian. Oh my gosh. See, we're connecting with Belgians. Ich dachte, dass der Herr Gorek war ein Deutscher, aber auch ein Österreicher, dachte ich. <laughs> Sky, this is not this is not German. This is this is this is Dutch. No, it's Dutch, right? This is Dutch, yeah. Yeah, Dutch. I could I could, I could spot Dutch when I see it. It's like half German, half. It's it's like else. yeah. Oh, Stoffles mit Frietjes. Nice. So nice. I've heard that it's it's not hard in Belgium in Belgium to be vegan, but Pig's Dream said it was hard in it's really hard in, to be vegan in France. Well, it depends where in France. If you're in Paris, no problem. No, right? but what if I have IBS but and I'm in Paris, France? If you have IBS, 
like yeah. gastroenter and all yeah. problems. Let's say I'm a utilitarian and I have IBS and I find myself in Paris, France. Yes. Is it okay to eat a dog? Is it okay to eat a dog? It's never okay to eat a dog. No, it's not okay to eat goes. any animal. So <laughs> it's oh. never okay. His dad is uh, Österreicher, and the other one's a Belgier, and Belgian. Oh, I love it. So, Fanny, okay. how did so, you live audaciously this week? So, audaciously? Yeah. Well, I'm kind of limited now with Faye. This is my dog, Faye, uh -huh. because she's going through a phase where she's been traumatized. We took her from the shelter. Yeah. So, since she's been okay, and then two weeks ago, she a week ago, she got traumatized again uh, by electric kick scooters because they were driving on the sidewalk. They almost hit her, and she got really panicked. And since she doesn't want to go out, so I've been trying to little by little. So I'm not being very audacious right now. I'm kind of staying home with her and trying to make her feel safe. And um, and that's pretty much it. But I do improv. I don't know if you know what improv is, everybody. It's an improvisational style of humor in which audiences give pieces of the story and you yes. improvise a, a, a whole act. Is that they give is? suggestions. Yes. So they can give a suggestion. They can say banana. And then you and your fellow improvisers, you have to improvise a scene around the word banana. But it yes. can be anything. You know, it can be just uh, inspired by something that happened to you one day and you go. Or you can be... Uh, Picking bananas. I don't know. You can be. So you've been you've been participating in this style of, of entertainment. Yeah, and I actually love it um, because it's very inspiring for me, and it's so funny how people make fun of veganism very quickly in like really? the world of improv. Like, it's always going to be the butt of a joke. Like, no, if a character is going to be vegan, they're going to be the fool, right? They're uh -huh. going to be the weirdo, right? Yeah. So interesting to me to be and then to tell them i'm vegan so they try to be respectful and when they try to do some improv that's with a vegan they try to make it not too weird but mm. so it's funny for me to see people who are not vegan who are trying to be respectful trying to make humor mm -hmm. and kind of like not really succeeding at it because they're used to doing one thing with veganism and when they try to do something else with it they're kind of stuck, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's, so it's interesting to see that. So so what happens? Like someone suggests vegan and someone's like, oh, yeah, I'm I, I'm vegan and I'm an no, idiot. Uh, simply like the suggestion that I had, I said, oh, before I was vegan. Because sometimes we start with a monologue. So somebody was like talking about weird, weird food. And I said, well, yeah. before, before I was vegan, uh, by mistake, I ate heart cow. The heart of a cow, mm -hmm. a cow's heart, right? By so, mistake, and, I ate cow's heart. Yes, because I was 18, I was in Bolivia, and I didn't know what the food was, and they were talking Spanish to me, and I didn't know, I didn't understand, so I ate, and then after I ate, I understood what I ate. Uh -huh. and I, felt, I felt really bad and all, even at the time, I thought that was... And so I told that story, and then they get inspired by that story, and they do an improv right yeah and so the improv they did was they were at a restaurant and uh everything on the menu was weird 
right? And they were eating monkey brain and la la la. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to talk about, oh, this person doesn't want to eat monkey brain because that's weird. They have a farm of monkey, but they're slaughtered humanely. Oh. So they were using the same terms yeah. as people use for like kill cows humanely. But everybody, they were all grossed out because we were talking about monkeys, right? Yeah. And it was so funny for me being a vegan, being like, that's no different from a cow or no. a dog or, you know, no. but for them all it is. And it's like, yeah. so it's so funny to talk about eating monkey because they would never, that's so weird to do that. You know what I mean? How, how so could, why you would, you would never, why would I ever eat a monkey? Yeah. So, yeah. So anyways, it was interesting for me. And that's my moment, audacious moment of the week. Were you audacious this week? I was, I was very audacious this week. I was at, UC, I was at UC Davis doing my, uh, my thing, you know, and yeah. um, it was the first time. I don't know if if you heard the story about Pastor Peter, who was like trying to convince me that Jesus Christ was the answer. And I told him, well, how do you feel about animals? And all of a sudden he wants to quote Leviticus. I'm like, you want to, you want, do you, do you really believe in all of Leviticus? Do you think that gay people should be killed? Do you think people with, with, with uh, tattoos should be killed? No, you just want to take Leviticus. And you want to tell me about Leviticus? What are you talking about? I thought you were a Christian, not a Leviticusian. And I'm yeah. like, you're, and I, and I called him, I said, you're a false prophet. You're out here saying that Jesus makes, says it's okay to do horrible things. You're no different than the ones telling me that Jesus was made it okay. That slavery was a thing. Like, you're the, it's your book is always used to say horrible things so that was fun i thought that was pretty audacious i felt pretty good it is audacious that. and how did he react how did he feel well first he laughed but then i mean we left we left it pretty uh not well and then he came back he came to like the truck he's like oh you're working for PETA." I'm like yeah we're trying to we're trying to um i said yeah it was, it was really fast he goes oh you're working here ha 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 and i went Hey, Pastor Peter. Yeah, we're trying to save animals, not make excuses for raping and torturing them. <laughs> like, and he and he just went. He ran away. You know, it's so. It's every time I'm just blunt with these jerks. It's always the same. I, and I'm, I'm I don't pull punches. Like I had a person who was actually rather sweet. His name was Matthew, and he. Um, I knew that he was like the boyfriend of one of the vegan club ladies because I saw them holding hands earlier at at a, like far away. And so I'm like, oh, so are you, so you must be vegan because you're with this, with this, this woman. And he says, no, I'm vegan ish. You know, I still eat uh, chicken and fish. <laughs> like, it's the first time. It's that's so ever funny. Yeah. It's no one's so ever funny. said that I'm vegan ish. But I except for fish. fish. Right, yeah. No, it's it's funny what you're talking about because what I see in this reaction is that person laughing about you being vegan or laughing about veganism. And it's a reaction that I see a lot. And it's what happened with Faye when we got almost hit by the scooters. It was two 14 years old and they almost hit us. And when I was like, hey, you're not supposed like they really scared me. They really scared Faye. And then I was like, hey, you're not supposed to be on the sidewalk. They started laughing at me and filming me. And they were 14 years old. And I was like, wow, that's a reaction of feeling insecure with what you did yeah. and you're trying to make fun of it because you want to make it seem like you're cool and this other person is not cool. Yeah. And I see that so frequently with people talking to vegans. They 
try to make it, they try to mock us or to do something like that because they feel so uncomfortable with yeah. what's happening that they have to like make it, oh no, this is funny. I'm so funny. Like you can laugh with me. Yeah. And I'm just like, you are acting like a teenager well, instead I of actually having a conversation here. I've had lots of adults do that to me. When I worked in food and beverage and hospitality, I had a lot of people when it's like they're acting crazy or doing something stupid. And I'm like, sorry, I'm going to have to ask you to leave or or whatever. Uh, immediately. Yeah. And um, shit, you know, that's just, it's just the I'm not scared. Yeah. I don't mind. Um I've had people on the road now uh, go, does PETA kill animals? Don't you want to eat this burger? I've had that shit too. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's like pro. It's because they feel so uncomfortable that they don't want to sit and actually talk. They'd rather just like make fun of you. Yeah. Um, instead of just really addressing the issue. And it's, yeah, it's very childish. Another behavior that I've seen a lot is patronizing, being like, oh, you're so naive. Like, mm -hmm. you don't know. You're so, you're still young or whatever. And it's very interesting to me, this, these type of like avoidance behavior mm -hmm. um, that are very childlike. It's not something that usually adults do, right? Yeah, I don't know about the, whether adults, but because like I, I'm talking to people and lately people will say things like, uh, well, I, I'm vegetarian, but I don't want to give up dairy. And I'll say, well, every dairy cow's a hamburger. Every dairy cow gets raped for 10 years and has her throat slit and all her babies killed. So you know, just don't forget that and you'll give up mm -hmm. dairy or like I'll <clears throat> I've also had recently people tell me like um, I have I have some illness, you know, I keep on getting that in person. And when you hear about it online, it's a lot different. But when someone does it in person, they're used to getting away with it. And I'm not going to really because mm -hmm. I'll say really because the only illnesses if you're a zombie or a vampire are the only illnesses that you can have to make it impossible to go vegan. So so what what illness do you have which one is are you a zombie or a vampire and they're like <laughs> you know because mm -hmm. they're, they're used to just getting away with it online they're not mm -hmm. used to meeting someone like me who's not gonna let it go i don't do slavery on tuesday a human rights activist <laughs> um well, that's, you know that's oh, sorry no i was gonna say we have a we have a new uh we have a guest a, a special guest his name is chris Hey, Chris. And we're going to bring him on. Is he ready? I think he's ready to rock. He said he'd come on for a few minutes, hang out. Uh, we had him on the show a long time ago, but a lot has happened since. I thought we could catch up. I think you know who this guy I is. I would love sweet to goose. see Chris. All right, cool. Let's bring him on. One, two, and three. Can you see me? Can you guys see me okay? Yes. Yay. I've been having loads of issues with my computer and trying to get Google to work. So, yeah, you can see me. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. We can also hear you. <laughs> I've been listening to you guys. <laughs> I can uh, just hear your echo. Okay. So do you have? Do you have any headphones? Uh, let's see if there. I did have all this set up. Basically, the issue that I've been having to bore you all to tears mm. is that um, my Mac at time has changed, and apparently Google doesn't let you um, even enter it if the time is incorrect. So, and I can't figure out how to fix it because I can't Google anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm locked out of Google. Uh, so I'm just trying to figure something out. I've got headphones downstairs. Um, so if you guys just want to like 
carry on chatting and I'll be back in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, yeah please your yeah, headphones. headphones. Yeah, because it, yeah, it, 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 like, it'll, it'll make the sound better. Yeah, I, yeah, did, yeah. I was going to hook these up, but these, yeah, anyway, give me two minutes. <laughs> two minutes, right. gotcha. We'll see you in a second. See you soon. Awesome. Well, at okay. Least... I have a bunch of topics I wanted Let's to do talk it. about talk today. About you have two have minutes. you seen Legally Blonde 2? Uh, when it came out, what year is this? So, uh, 2003, 20 years ago. Uh, I remember I when it came out. I don't remember it. Yeah, okay. So, I was watching it because I watched uh, Legally Blonde 1 and I was like, oh, number two is coming on. Let's just watch it too. It's a vegan movie. It's like a, it's like a, maybe not vegan, but like vegetarian or so. Like animal because the, or the whole thing about the movie is let's not test on animals, right? Oh, I have a little uh, video. Oh, no, photo. How do I see? Share screen. Hold on. Don't show me these tips again. Okay, let's not do that. You can Google it. You can okay. see that. I'll prepare better for next time. But um, Lily Blonde. Two is all about, hey, I have my pet chihuahua and I want to go to Congress. I don't want to pass a law so we cannot test an on animals because uh, we're uh, they're testing on my pet's chihuahua's parents. And that's oh. the whole purpose of the movie. And so I Googled the director, mm -hmm. who's not very famous on Instagram. He has 500 people following him and he's now converted into a singer and he makes music for children. But the music he's making seems to be also about animals and stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to contact him and be like, hey, are you, are you vegan? vegan? Like, is it? Because it's amazing to me that a sequel of a blockbuster movie in Hollywood 20 years ago was kind of about veganism and uh, for if it's not about veganism it was for animal rights and stop testing on animals right yeah so i was really and i, I remember seeing that movie a long time ago and not because i wasn't vegan yet so i was not really like oh that's an actual animal rights movie but it is Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm Googling yeah. him. I can't find out if he's actually vegan. His name yeah. is Charles Herman Wurmfeld. Yeah. Yeah, I was very surprised. So I told Jess to maybe try and contact him for a kindness time. Yeah, he's don't, on, don't, you have the, don't you have the paid IMDb? Can't you just contact him through IMDb? Um, maybe via IMDb, I can have his email address if it's put there. If he has an agent, I can see his agent right? because I pay for it. So I could contact him. I don't yeah. really know, like, but I want to always genuinely connect with any vegan person. Yeah. So I was just like, Hey, if this guy's vegan, that's really cool. And he made such a big movie, right? So it's called, it's called red, white, and blonde. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know this, why. Of this fucking, I think is Chris ready to rock? Rick, Chris, give me a thumbs up when you're ready to go. I, I I think that's so funny that maybe Chris has seen the movie and he can tell us more about what he feels. He could tell us how he feels about Legally Blonde. Here it is. Legally, <laughs> it starts. Reese, was there only two movies or were there three of them? I think they're working on the third. No. I think so. I think I've seen that when I researched yesterday about Leo Blonde too. Oh, no. But I'm not sure. I'm You're not, not sure. allowed she... to play like a dumb Bond who's smart at 50. How old is she? She's like 
Yeah. I was following her on Instagram and then I stopped because she was promoting Danone, oh, you know, 47. or yeah. or something. She was promoting mm -hmm. dairy and I commented and she never responded. So I stopped following her, but that's some someone I I used to like before. So it was filmed in Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I like I like Salt Lake City. I couldn't. I mean, I, we were talking. Joseph and I were talking today how much it, how cool it would be to live in Salt Lake because we could afford it. How cool it would be to live in Salt Lake. It's all about that now with you, Sky. So funny. And yesterday I saw that there was a vegan movie, Coffee Something, that came out in England in March 2023. Did you see that? No. There is a hold on. I'm trying to find it. It's a vegan movie. Corey Wamsley likes my no shave November beard. Of course, I'm growing my beard out in order to raise awareness for men's health. Men's Health Awareness Month. So it's called Coffee Wars Film. A vegan barista, Kate Nash, takes on the world at the World Barista Championship. What's it called? Seriously? It's called Coffee Wars Film. I don't know Coffee their hashtag. Wars Co film. Coffee Wars Film on Instagram. Available now, US, Canada, UK on Amazon, Google Play, and iTunes. Okay. Coffee Wars movie. And it looked like a vegan movie. So I haven't had the time to research who made that movie and how to like connect with them or whatever. But I'm like, hey, two movies that I discovered that are vegan. I didn't know it was even a thing. Uh, so she's a she has a hundred percent vegan rest vegan coffee shop. Is that she's got green hair? Yeah, and she's trying to make it so in the competition she wins even though she's not using real milk. Ooh, right? it's like I the whole thing. This. Yes, full flat, full cream. She wants to win the world barista championships. Why? Why do Americans have to turn everything into a damn a competition? competition? Like, why does making a cup of coffee have to be a competition? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't even drink coffee. Like one time, one time I was in a one time I was in a Waffle House in South Carolina, and these women came in. And my friend, he's very forward. He's like, "Now, how y'all doing? How you doing, ladies? How you doing?" And he had one of them accents. He talked like this. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're here for the nursing competition. And I said, nursing competition? Where nursing? do you get all the babies? And Was it nursing asked. babies, though? Do you have no, of course babies? not. That's the joke, ah, Fanny. That's not, the joke. They were actually. <laughs> yeah, nobody got the joke, okay? Nobody understood that I meant. Well, maybe they did. Sometimes sometimes it takes me a minute. Nobody got it. They're like, uh, 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 nursing comp. How did you? How so, did you feel Sky, the Sky, if the first time you told that joke, nobody got it, why did you tell it again? Because it's fucking And expect me like to understand. That happened back in like 2002 or something. One, or I can't remember. That was a long time ago. And I'm still telling and that joke. You remember that joke? Yes. I was like, all you people are idiots. None of you get the joke. Come on. Yeah, but, sure. When your joke doesn't work, it's everybody else who is yes. an idiot. Bryn Thomas got it. Thank you, Bryn. Somebody got it. All right. Look. Thank you, Bryn. Thank you for Sky, Bryn. a competition where we can go around and ask, bro, do you even vegan? Nice. <laughs> and Mike, the musical vegan beast, wants to hear Chris say oh, the word computer again. I love the I'm not way sure Chris talks. I you wish Americans talk talks? like that. I, I'm I'm sad that this is the accent I'm trying to get. I wish I was trying to get the other one. 
so much cuter. You don't. Ha- you can have any accent you want. You're, no, you're... because I'm an actress, and I'm trying to work in America, and that's the accent they want. All right. Sure. Well, let's listen to his his mellifluous accent one more time. Yay. Here comes Chris. Hello, Chris. <laughs> Chris Hello. Hello. Yeah. Good. Oh, <laughs> how are you guys? Is this, is, is this better? So much, much better. better. So, uh, hey. okay, so how did you? What did you do to your computer? Oh, I don't know. Uh, basically, I updated it so I could get this keyboard to work. Oh, um, nice. I was like, Are you gonna play something? Oh no, no, not not right now. Because uh, okay. I'm I'm actually I'm actually kind of relearning the keyboard. I learned it as a child, and then thought guitar was cooler, and and then now I'm trying to remember stuff from when I was a child. <laughs> oh, so for those of you who don't know, Chris, uh, last time we talked, he lived on a bird sanctuary and made music, and now he has a new album out. I'm not sure if he's still living on a bird sanctuary. So let's catch up, Sweet Goose. What's the deal, man? Uh, well, yeah, I'm still. I've moved house, but the birds came with me, so that's still still with other birds. In fact, in this room, which is my bedroom, is normally hang out with some chickens. I bring them up here just to hang out with me when I'm making music. Uh, got pigeons in the house. Uh, I've got nice. blackbirds at the moment. A magpie, <laughs> but they're all downstairs and outside. So yeah, um, what else is new? I've released an album uh, since we last spoke, which was yeah great. That was something I've wanted to do for ages. Um, it's a album which is all different songs sang from the perspective of different animals. It's quite rebellious, like it's got kind of like a rebel folk feel to it, I guess, is the best way to uh, yeah, explain it. And just to dive into the to the to the uh-huh. to the music just one second. You know, I've I'm I'm on the road with PETA and which I have these long like 10 hour drives and stuff. So I have now listened to your album a few times. Um, oh, cool. And there's even like a song in there that's like a sea shanty that every time it comes yeah. on, I feel like like I'm. It feels like I'm, <laughs> you know what song I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I call that the like anti shanty. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, shanties are all like they're all about killing whales and stuff. And I, I like I'm a folk musician, and I love the general vibe and stompiness of a sea shanty. It's great. You know, it's good energy. But then I'm like, oh, why does it always have to be about like harpooning a whale? Like, and then I was watching Whale Wars. You guys know Whale Wars, sure. the TV show. Yeah. yeah. No. So, oh, it's oh, it's uh, you should watch it. It's like a TV show following Sea Shepherd around before the the kind of all the stuff that's going on at the minute is before all that, and uh, it follows them around and they're following the ship called the Nishin Maru, which is like a a whaling ship, um, and they're trying to say it's not a whaling ship and that it's a, a it's a scientific. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And um, and Sea Shepherd with Captain Paul Watson basically ran the ship. It's all quite dramatized, you know, that kind of TV where it's like, what happens next? You know, yeah. it's that kind of thing. I love it. But it's really cool. And they do some really cool stuff. And I thought, well, maybe I'll sing it from the perspective of like the whale, like, you know, seeing these ships get sunk. So it's, it's yeah, it's like. That's fun. Uh, yeah, it's like a, a whaling song, but the whale takes down the with the ship which obviously can never happen but it's meant to like well, empower people to be like actually have you, heard that, have you heard that there's like orcas right now and i i listened to a podcast about this because orcas right now are attacking ships they'll just take their rudders right off their boats yeah and no, mm-hmm. and no one can figure out why it's happening and the the, the whale experts are saying 
it's just a fad. They're like teenagers, these whales, and they just get into mm -hmm. something and they start doing weird shit and then they all start doing it. I love that. I love the idea that there's these whales are like, hey, let's rip the, let's just play. And they're yeah. playing to yeah. down our ships. So yeah, I, I did cool. see, someone messaged me that and was like, did you write the song about this? And I was like, no, this happened like afterwards, but like maybe it was a, you know, mine, it was like, you know, foreshadowing what was about to happen. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, right. You were, Maybe they heard your song, and that's how it became a... a, a I mean, I like to think maybe, you know, some some passing ship, and it was like, this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you Let's put that out in the universe. So, so every single song is told from the perspective of an animal. Well, you, yeah, apart from the last song, which is called Ayla. So the whole album was... Um, the way it all began really was when I started thinking about chickens because I have uh, really big fondness for chickens. Um, I live with two chickens at the minute. Um, and I used to live with an ex-battery hen called Ayla. She passed away a couple of years ago. Um, and she was the first ex-battery chicken I've ever met. And she made a massive impact on me. I was like, I'm going to write an album which is kind of based around her life. And that, as art always does, that kind of got sidetracked. And then I, I ended up writing from different animals' perspectives. But there is a track on there, which is the very last one, which is called Ayla which is about her it's like a soft kind of piano track um and that's the, and that's the, the only one Ayla's the name that's the name of the, of the album. album yeah 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 so it's named after her and, and uh on the actual cd which if people still listen to cds but i do have cds there's uh it's just all her feathers so it's a picture that i took and it's kind of zoomed in <laughs> i love uh, that Ayla, so nice. kind of a so dedication so Corey over on Facebook, don't forget to like and subscribe over on YouTube, please, Corey. Uh, Corey wants to know where he can find, or she, I don't know, Corey, he or she wants to uh, find, where can they find the album? Uh, it's on Bandcamp or Spotify, if you listen to music on Spotify, um, and Apple Music and YouTube Music, I think. Yeah, that's all how I listen main... to it. It's definitely on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it's all the main places, yeah. yeah. It's so you put it on this website, you pay them some money, and they just push it out everywhere. So it's in all the all the usuals. It's in all the all the, all the usual it. suspects. All the right. usuals, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I should ask the boring stuff, like how long did it take to make the the album? How long have you? Been oh, like too it? long, way too way too long. I'm already working <laughs> on the next one, which is because like album albums cost so much money, and there was tracks on it that I wanted to to do and i didn't get around to doing them so the seven tracks on the album but i think i think they're all ha they like have a place on the album um i didn't want it to feel like there was filler you know you listen to some albums and you kind of like uh but for me it felt right so um but yeah it just took ages like writing loads and loads of songs picking the best ones then saving up enough money to go into the studio and yeah. paying i have some session musicians playing on there drums and stuff and um, everyone that's playing on the album is vegan, which is cool. Um, oh, that's, that's great! Yeah, yeah. I like that. So, a lot. vegan bongo player. I've got a vegan <laughs> harmonica player. How do you find uh, these guys? You you put it out, and you're just like, get on the phone. I a hey, uh, need an agent uh, who's going to help me find some vegan bongo players. Yeah, I need a yeah vegan bongo player. Well, that was from my friends in the band called Mobius Loop and the drummer there he's called sean and he's just such a great drummer and i was like you want to play some drums on my album he was like yeah man so um yeah so all of the other cool. i play quite a few instruments on there but yeah all of the other it was in, uh, people playing instruments it was important to me that because of what it's about 
I really wanted to stick with the theme of like it being a vegan album. So it was quite yes. important that I got vegan musicians and paying paying vegan musicians who I knew were, weren't going to go and then sing a song about, you know, uh, you know, they've got a song on there, which is about uh, cows, essentially, and how cows used to be worshipped and so on. And now they're obviously not quite the opposite. And then go and buy like a beef burger. So it's nice that they'll just go and buy like a plant-based vegan burger. I don't know. That, that was my thought process anyway. It's amazing. <laughs> I like that thought process a lot. Fanny's probably heard it a million times because I know that Jess is obsessed with the album. He's been telling me, he's like, so it's, it's interesting. Jess was said something that kind of, um, it made me, it put something, the, the shoe is on the other foot, so to speak. And check out the scenario. Okay. So, I, I, I was raised in America, and in America we have, let's just say, a uh, aggressive and large percentage of Christians, and they <laughs> usually have like their own Christian rock bands and stuff. And so, if you spend any time in America, you'll eventually find you'll have friends who will be like, "Sky, you've got to listen to these guys. I know you're not again. I know you hate Jesus. No, I know you're not into Christ. I know you're not Christian." But you gotta listen to this guy. It, he's so good. He's so talented. And uh, you know what? He's he's Christian and he's really good. And Jess is like, that must be how I'm feeling. Must be how they feel because it's like, wow, it's a it's an animal rights album and it's so good for the message, <laughs> but it's also just really good. Like it's just objectively very very good music. You know? Oh, and, thanks, man. Well, yeah. that's really good. That's that's kind of like what i was aiming for especially with this album that i wanted it to feel have this kind of anthemic feel to it so like you hear the drums and everything comes in and it's like the lyrics kind of sever you know kind of like filter and afterwards mm. um so at my gigs um i say the audience is like 60 percent vegan and 40 percent not which is you know and everyone comes up and the non-vegan they always want to say i'm not vegan but and that's well, like that's yeah. exactly what yeah <laughs> let's have a conversation that's the Thanks thing. for coming. <laughs> it's funny, funny we're talking about this because it happened to me, not with vegan music, but you were talking about Christian music or whatever. Uh, I discovered this song and I was like, wow, this is so pretty. And because English is not my native language, a lot of times I just listen to a song. I don't care at all about the lyrics. I don't even mm -hmm. notice what they're about. And I just listen to the song. And then it happened to me that I was listening on repeat to that song. And at some point I was like, they're talking about God and Jesus and yeah. stuff. Like what is <laughs> happening here? And then I really listened and I was like, oh. And then I was with Jess and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to listen to that song. It's like not the lyrics that we like, but mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter. And I feel, I hope that this is how people are going to be with your music, where they're going to be oh, at cool. first, mm -hmm. like just attracted to the music because it's beautiful. And then at some point being like, but also it made me think, you know, it's like subconscious yeah. things mm -hmm. coming to your brain. I love that. It's amazing. Um and I think like the way is a there's a way that I've realized recently you can structure like a gig to get you can like I played a gig recently where I would say like the audience was like ninety percent, maybe more, maybe like almost a hundred percent. I think there's like two friends of mine in the audience that were vegan. <laughs> and it was like a, a you guys I don't know if you've been to the UK, but if you go to like a traditional live music venue, everyone's there in the Led Zeppelin jackets and it's kinda like you know, you, you kind of, I felt like I'd walked into the wrong bar, but I was like, I'm just going to go up there and just give a really good performance. And I've got to sing these songs and they're all about animal rights. 
So like you, you ease them in and if you ask them questions a little bit like you see like people like Joey Carbstrong doing like, you live out, everyone loves animals, right? Yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, yeah, mm-hmm. everyone loves whales. Yeah. We shouldn't kill whales. Right. Yeah. And yeah, everyone's whooping and stuff. And then, you know, by the end of it, you kind of can really get them down and sort of, you know, let's hear it for the rats. Further further everybody. Let's it. hear it for the rats. Yeah. 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 Who loves pigeons? <laughs> like to one guy at the back. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's interesting. There's definitely a technique to it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. interesting because whenever we used to go this summer protest in front of the Jim Henson company, people are like, oh, birds, birds, feathers, nobody cares. And I was like, why does it make more sense to use birds' feathers if we had to make a dog puppet? Do you think we should use the skin of a dog? And then everybody's just like, mm. you know? Yeah, but exactly. It's, like, it's a good point. We like, should we do that? Is this a good thing? So why yeah, does it Fozzie, make sense? Should Fozzie Bear be made out of bear skin? Have a bear, you know? And people yeah. are like, mm, no, I don't think so. And then you can be like, so why the feathers? Why does that make sense? Yeah, well, no, it's amazing. And the fact that I saw the stuff that you put up and that um, and that Jess had put up as well, um, I can't remember who found who. I think Jess, I don't know, for context of anyone watching, um, do people, everyone, does everyone know what Jess does? Yeah, everyone knows Jess, and... Jess comes on the show quite oh, okay. a bit. He's a good friend of mine, yeah. Amazing. Well, basically, it was so weirdly synchronistic when Jess messaged me because, like, without going on a big, long tangent, like, I have been obsessed with puppets for so long. I used to make really shit puppets as a child. I had a pretty strange, difficult upbringing. Um, and my escapism, as everyone has, haven't they, right? And... Um, uh, my escapism was literally making these really crap puppets out of like glue and like felt and like they look like horrific but i wanted to be jim henson mm-hmm. and this is like and i was and i hadn't had this memory until i was doing some like therapy work and then it came back to me and that same night jess messaged me how strange is that yeah it's honest like i hadn't thought of those puppets since i was like 10 years old and then i was going digging through the vaults of the mind and then i was like Wow, I, I don't know. It was really strangely synchronistic. So when he messaged me, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, and I was just thinking, was, yes, he, weird. And then he texted me like, "Hey, have you ever heard of Sweet Goose?" I'm like, "Yeah, I fucking had him on my show like a year ago." <laughs> Shit, he's supposed to after after the album comes out, we're supposed to have another uh, another another show. I'm like, "Fuck!" You just reminded me. I gotta call this guy. And um, it's it, it's funny because Jess was like Jess gets a little obsessed, and he was like, "This guy's such a great artist. He's amazing." <laughs> yeah. He came well, up. I no. think it's there about Jess's puppets because they're yeah. awesome. Like it's it's I'm I'm so excited for everything. I've like follow him online now, and anything he puts up, or like I'm just excited to see what he makes. You're so funny when you say Jess gets a little obsessed. Jess doesn't get. <laughs> Jess doesn't do anything a little. Jess, Jess does right. everything a lot. That's he, part of his charm. Part of his charm. That's oh, yeah. great. Oh yeah. Chris, he loves and me. the passion. Do, do people get jealous of you because you sleep with so many birds? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a thing? I don't sleep with the birds, guy. You said that you sleep with like a bunch of birds. And well, you're, you're, I yeah. sleep. No, I used that. I used it the last the last um, time we met. I slept with a bird in my old house in the room, which is the parrot. But he has his own room now. He's called Snufkin. Guy, ask a better question, please. <laughs> please, guy. <laughs> I've been but now look, I have my own room. It's bird free. 
But you said you bring you bring you, you said you bring birds up to your room all the time. I bring the chickens up. Yeah, but I hang out with them because, yeah, because they keep me company. If I'm making music, then it's just like, oh, hey, Kai. You know, like not everyone pet. can get three birds in their room. Yeah, like I can get I can get loads in this. This is an attic room, so it's like the size of the whole house. I could have a whole menagerie of birds up here. Um, speaking of uh, speaking of birds, <laughs> your your partner also is 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 that still a, the the art? I remember the art. Yeah, she she's an amazing amazing artist. Yeah, she's called Mort, and uh, just a little plug if anyone wants to see her incredible That's artwork, check out yeah. Mort the artist, uh, and she paints birds and she really understands birds because she holds them in her hands every day. So you know she. She gets to see them and bond with them and stuff. So that kind that comes through as opposed to someone that just paints them uh, decoratively, I guess. Um, yeah. I've got like some of our artwork on the wall. It's an elephant. Wow. Yeah, and she's pretty. Uh, she's pretty rock and roll. She does. Wow. And, 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 um, this is so pretty. Correct me if I'm wrong. I remember that there are stickers available. There's merchandise that she yes. has. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. I need to write in the chat. What's her? <laughs> what's her? It's mod M. Um, oh, it's mo like Mort, short for Mortimer, so M O R T. Ah, like Mort, like death, like Mort. Yeah, it's okay. my my accent, and then uh, underscore the okay. underscore artist. Okay. So Mort the artist, but underscores in between each word. Mort, like the original like name this. for Mickey Mouse was Mortimer Mouse. Mort was oh, was it? Was yes. it? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the original Mort the original name for Mickey was Mortimer, and he didn't. He, obviously, it didn't stick because he. He thought it wouldn't it wouldn't stick, so he changed. Yeah, Mickey's it. Mickey's better. Yeah, yeah Mickey's Mort. a way better name. Mortimer the Mouse. Mortimer Mouse doesn't really. Would it, I don't Mortimer. think it's a bit of the test of time. Well, I can't yeah. pronounce yeah. it, so that's a bad name for for a mouse. Uh, Mort the artist, uh, really cool. I haven't checked it for a while, but really cool merch, really cool stickers that would be would uh -huh. great would great on my bot. I have a. Uh, I'm running out of space on this water bottle, but uh, oh, what you, oh, what stickers you got on that? Let's have a look. Oh man, I got a UFO. Believe, yes, animal rights. With the, yeah, I believe in animal rights. I love it. I love it. I'll send oh, you that's one. so cute. What's that? Vegans are cute. That is vegans. oh, oh, that's vegans are cute. Vegans are cuter. Cuter. Yes. Yeah. It's a cuter. it's a vegan of course sticker. That's right. I love yeah. it. Maybe we could do a trade. We'll get a vegan. You know, well, I'll send you some stickers out, and Deal. you can send me some. Deal. Let's do it. I've got okay, I've got so it. many stickers. I'll give you as many. I got I'll, loads. I'll, I'll, I'll you send me stickers. I'll send you more stickers. I'll send you. We I'm have a sticker shop. Stickers. We've got like I've got okay. Let's you can send the most stickers in the mail. No matter how many you send me, I will send you more. Uh, okay, see, okay. Again, vegans making a Americans making a competition. Who sends more stickers? You come right? on, Sky. Oh, shit. Come on, Sky. I can give you more stuff. <laughs> oh no, you're right. I just, I just. You guys were talking about about yeah. the copyright, and I, I was listening, but I was trying to find the headphones. And it's so funny because, like, so I used to run a coffee shop, and British people. We don't like. I feel we did coffee quite well. You don't like coffee, right, Fanny? You're not a big fan. Of coffee. I don't really drink. I, it gives my it. my heart goes she's too fast. Of, she's afraid of. She's afraid of her little. What about decaf? I no. I'm, I I mean I'm okay, but when I drink coffee, it's like you know, it's like this uh -huh. this much. I've known Fanny for a while now. She won't even do tea, man. She's like decaf. Tea, oh man, tea is like, like you I can't come to England, man. Well, no, man. No, I'll I'll drink, you know, uh, decaffeinated tea. But if I drink tea, I, I'm like awake. 
because I never drink anything that's like pumping me up, right? So if I do, I'm like, yes, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Before you've got an audition or something, just like two uh, two espressos. Before I go yeah. to the club, if I go to the club, I drink a tea. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, that's her. That's <laughs> no Red Bull for me. I don't know how people. I don't know how people live without coffee and tea. Of course, I'm. They sleep. Totally in. Oh. But, what were you, but where were you going with this, Chris? Wait, we got oh, when I was like, I would, there was a direction. Uh, yeah, we were talking about competitions, like, and how British people aren't competitive. Well, I, oh no, you said American people are. Then it got me thinking, are British people competitive? And I think we are in certain areas. And definitely, like, tea and drinks is one. Like, you know, who can make the best drink? Or, like, you know, you, someone you'll hold a friend in higher esteem if they can make a really good cup of tea you know one yeah. that's like damn this is a good i'm coming here again yeah and yeah it, tea is a competitive sport in the uk it really is i, I think also <laughs> curry is a competitive sport in the in the uk yeah oh yeah totally yeah and the hot the hotter you can have it is like yeah. that just means curry? you're like you win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the curry, like, uh, for some reason, Britons, if they if they want to eat, whoever can get the spiciest number, the the highest amount of spice in their curry and consume it, it's a it's a it's like a, a penis measuring contest. They when, have it is. It, it is it's when quite said, it's quite it's this yeah it is. <laughs> when you said hot, I thought like warm. No, like, like oh no, like spicy. Yeah. How do you make hotter hotter than hot? You boil it. Uh, yeah, I think I think that this is why I think that Americans and and the English have a very special relationship. We are more alike than other cultures, I think, because. Uh -huh. uh, sure. But I, I think though that the Americans will will take anything and turn it into a competition. Will like the fact that they're fucking art compet everything's a competition and it's <laughs> it's it's exhausting. So can we ask the Canadians? Of, oh, <clears throat> no, 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 no. I was just. I was just babbling. When I went to Canada, I was expecting the same kind of like, because I have some American friends and they're very much like, you call that a hill? You know, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> this is a hill. And I'm like, okay, well, that's an English hill. And they're like, that's not a hill. That's a mound. Um, and, uh, and when I went to Canada, uh, I stayed with some friends out there and I was expecting it. So I was kind of had the jokes ready and the quips. And they were just so lovely. They were just like, oh, well, your hills are beautiful too. You know, I don't know. It was just like, everything is more like, Boy. they find every, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, they're the complete opposite. But they're yeah, where am I going? They're, they're, they're so polite. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. Belgian versus French. Canadians yeah. versus <laughs> Americans is Belgian versus French. That's how. That's how. <laughs> I, I love both Americans and Canadians, but I do think that the asshole award it definitely goes to uh, goes to the Americans as a rule. But maybe Americans just think say what they think. Yeah, I like that about people when they just like say exactly what they're thinking. I think it's because we haven't been humbled. Like the UK took over the whole world, but then they got their they got their asses handed to them by the Germans over and over again. And then even though yeah. they won in the end, it was like they 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 went through a time where it's like maybe practice a little humility, great great Britain. Yeah, maybe, maybe sometimes they thought. talk when they should just shut up. That's uh, they say what they think but sometimes they should just shut up i i, I love both <laughs> americans and and the i love the charm of both i don't know yeah, um once somebody asked me if they can tim mammal can i get your cd in the u.s yeah sure um i shipped cds out to the u.s 
And um, hi, Tim. I think I think Tim followed me on Instagram or somewhere. Tim, I don't know. Tim I recognize your name, me, yeah. so hello, Tim. Hi, Tim. Tim's amazing. Says he's hi like, to Tim. I want to say he's fifty years old, and he's got the body of a forty-year-old. He's getting all buff and shit. And I, I remember that's, he's that's said, what vegan. That's what happens yeah. with the vegan diet. Slash working out. <laughs> yeah, look at us. I got so fucked. So I was like, I, I was, I'm on the road and it's a little bit harder to like run and do all the things I want to do. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get up every morning. I'm just going to spend half an hour in the gym of every hotel I go to. And I was, I was, I was on it. Then we come to California, no gym. I get an Airbnb, no gym. I'm getting it. And so now I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go for a Poor walk. Sky. They, they don't have any street to run in? There's, no, I can walk, <laughs> but I didn't bring running clothing on a fucking three-month journey across America. How did you do for the gym? I you went were... to I went to Target, I want to say, and I bought like stuff on clearance, like shorts and a and like a breathable. But you can run in your gym but... clothes. Shoes, darling. You need you're gonna fuck ah, myself the up. Shoes. Yeah, I got so, But like surely like California is like isn't that the places is that not what is that not where like everyone works out on the beach and stuff? You see yes, that on TV is. all the time, right? Yes. Yeah, well, there's big hench guys and women like just like pulling themselves up with big huge biceps. That could have been you. I could have been. It could have so, been. So, Sky, I'm buying you <laughs> shoes for Christmas. Be ready. Running shoes? I'll take them. Uh, I would love that. Actually, yeah, you can in California. In fact, people are running all over. I'm in I'm in the Bay, and it's normally quite cold here, but it's it's unbelievably gorgeous. It's beautiful out. And uh, people running everywhere. And I guess I could go for a walk. And I am. I'm going for long walks. But I was like, I wanted to go to the gym, you know, and I had a whole yeah. thing. And, like... You know how it is. It's when like, you're in your mm -hmm. mojo, you want to keep it. I get it. And everything yeah. can mess up your routine. And I think that's I think that's why going to the gym is harder than going vegan. Like going vegan, as soon as you get the ethics of it, well, because I think a lot of people treat it like it's going to the gym. Like, oh, it's this thing that I have to do and I have to remember to do it every time. It's like it's a no. diet for them. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm going. Exactly. It's a diet for them. They don't understand that veganism isn't about uh, you know, working, it's not a chore. It's a thing because we are against violence, oppression, murder, torture, rape, uh, speciesism. And so, mm -hmm. so we have to find a way to make it. So going to the gym is an is ethical the imperative. It's an yes. ethical. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's the only way you can go. <laughs> Otherwise, no, we're not, we're just not. Well, they say that. if you, if you establish your why, anything like that is actually quite, so that's why you get people who have like, a heart attack and then all of a sudden they're gym rats and they're in all the time and they, mm -hmm. they and then all of a sudden they lose 100 pounds it's because they want to see their children grow up you know they, they have a why so i should stop being vegan so i would get a heart attack and then i can go back being vegan and yes. i would have a good reason for the gym well yes for men's health awareness i can i can stop being vegan get prostate cancer then then they'll tell me to go vegan again and i'll and work out so i yeah I if only I if only doctors would tell people to go vegan yeah. that's not what happens you know but well i think they do like prostate cancer though because they because i've known people oh, really? like, older dudes i've known older dudes that are like they got prostate cancer and the first thing the doctor said is like no milk no like they don't call it going vegan usually but they'll say basically you can't eat any of these things and you basically have to go vegan go plant-based so it's you know i think it's pretty for prostate cancer it's almost always that's their first that's their first thing they say 
Because what what can they do? There's no there's no pill they can do. They can stick a knife up your butthole, or you can change the uh, way. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a give give me a veggie burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go get that vegan sausage at Greg's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some people. Do you guys, like do you guys have Greg's? No, Sorry, I, I was I was trying to be a culture. Oh, uh, oh, I was like, I was so excited. Yeah, I was like, you guys yeah, have yeah. Greg's. Okay. Okay. I was, okay. Trying to be, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to meet you on common ground. Like, <laughs> I got so excited for you then. Tim Mammel's actually 63, but he looks like he's 45 and he's working out like crazy. That's awesome. Why are yes, Tim. Good for you, Tim. Tim. Good yes, for you, Tim. Tim. Sky I am um, 37 and I'm working out this much <laughs> oh wow but i need to work out. i know i need to, i go through phases of like doing loads of stuff and then i'll start getting some definition and things like, oh yeah and then i think that's enough and then i'll just eat junk food and then it'll disappear and that's my ebb and flow and i'm currently in the junk food flow because it's like winter but i guess january i'll start crunching again and that's just my life <laughs> yeah i get that i i'm, I'm on a ebb and flow thing because I'll, I'll like run for a year and i'll feel good look good none of my clothes are fitting me anymore i gotta get skinny person clothes and then like my foot hurts and then it's like junk food sitting on the couch drinking beer and why then i get even, why do you even bother you guys may i just stay the same all year <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe Belgian women. They, they maybe you'll maybe you'll catch up. You're younger than me. Take it easy. No, but I get it. Like I think I think as long as we see any anything as a chore, it's really hard to do that thing. Mm -hmm. And I think like for me, I don't go to the gym. But for example, here in LA, we don't have a car. My husband and I, so we just walk everywhere. So yeah. yesterday, I go to my improv class, and it's a forty-five minutes to go and 45 minutes back. So I've I've walked an hour and a half and I'm fine. It was yeah. just part of my day, right? You got your 10,000 steps. Uh, yeah. I, I think if I do another tour though, I'm gonna bring a yoga mat and I'm just gonna not have that excuse anymore. I'm just gonna bring the yoga mat. Good I'll, idea. I'll have my, I'll do my, my 40 something sun salutations. You're supposed to be doing one for every year of life, right? I'll do my 40-ish uh, sun salutations. I'm well, yoga is really great because sometimes people think, oh, I need cardio, so I'm going to lose weight and it's going to be good for my heart and I'm going to need um, like muscles, you know. But yoga is great because it's also stretching a lot. Yeah. And we mm -hmm. tend to totally disregard stretching, but stretching is so important for when you get older. Like if you want to be able to tie your shoes as you get older, <laughs> you need to stretch. Yeah, or just drive long distances. I'm driving really long distances. I'll get out of the truck and the first thing I do is I'll be like, yeah. Stretch. So I have been stretching too. Um, yeah. It's been good. Important. Well, I think, uh, yeah, it's it's been it's it's been a, a crazy road, but uh, I want to go on another tour. Sweet Goose, are you gonna go on tour? Are you gonna go around the world with your music? I would love, I would love that. I keep saying like I want. I I almost played in Belgium um, at last. Was it last year? Yeah, someone invited me to play this festival. I was so excited, and he was what paying for my tickets, it? and it was called um, Vegamping. Hmm. No, that sounds so it was it, it's a second it was like a vegan uh festival it was called like v-gamping i guess like camping vegan camping wow. um and it wanted to be like the um second year it was and it was try wanting to be like what we have over here which is vegan camp out which is like a big 
quite a big festival now over here and they get vegan artists playing yeah. and stuff. Anyway, I was really excited and then he didn't sell enough tickets and it kind of got cancelled last minute just before I bought my plane ticket, like I was looking online. So it didn't end up going ahead, but that was going to be the part of like me starting to play overseas. So, yeah. uh, so maybe next year, I'd love to play in like somewhere a bit closer because uh, like maybe like Paris, or, like, you know, France, that's got quite a good vegan scene. Well, how do you um, get you headlining fucking vegan camp out? Like, it makes no sense to me that... Well, I keep messaging them. Like, I've got loads of friends that I played. My friends who I mentioned earlier, Mobius Loop, they headlined last year. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you need to get our friend Chris on. He's great. And um, and then they're like, yeah. And then you email them and just hear nothing back. So, I don't know. Oh, no, we got to play this year. Pester them, yeah. Just got to keep pestering them. Yeah, and if everybody, if everybody who's watching could send a message to Vegan Camp yeah. and be like, "Hey, <laughs> why don't you have Sweet Goose on your lineup?" We would his love last to, name come is, to watch him. Is he, he's a his last name is Martin as well, right? Or is he? Is he Martin? Uh, is oh, I mean, are you thinking of Martin Alquist, the Vistopia? Is no, that who you're thinking of? Who's the guy? Who's the guy in charge of uh, Vegan Camp? Oh, well, um, oh, I've got a couple of emails. I can't remember one of them. Oh, nice. Gone. He, Adam, he, 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 George Martin, and David Rams had a whole thing, and they were talking. Maybe some someone must in the chat know, but they were talking, and um, it was his name was so similar to George Martin that I I got confused. Now I don't remember his name, but um, the Game of Thrones guys hosting <laughs> yeah, George Camper, George, George R R Martin. Yeah, uh, George um, Martin. Yeah, he's he's also <laughs> he's like the Lord of the Rings and uh, Games of Thrones. No, I, 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 I can't remember. But we must know somebody who knows this. Guy. Yeah, if anyone knows someone, please uh, drop me a message. If you can find me a contact, I'll, uh, I'll send you a CD. <laughs> Perfect. Or <laughs> trade. But I'll send you more CDs. Oh wow! And I'll send you stickers <laughs> and, CDs. and stickers. And stickers I'm gonna go and, and a poster. I'm gonna go to the thrift store and pick up CDs, <laughs> random ones. Oh my gosh. You're gonna get like Mariah Carey and. Uh, right. Mariah Carey. That's who you have on CD. No, yeah. When you go, I'll put her on my water bottle. You know, she's she's got pipes. She can sing. (laughs) I don't know anything else about Mariah Carey, so that's. Well, get ready. Get ready to hear her a lot. That all I want. Good. You is something. Oh no, 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 no. Christmas music is coming. I don't know. I know. Like, what's your guys' favorite Christmas song? We like to even talk about that in November. Yes. The Christmas tree. Oh, okay. Happy um, That's my favorite. Really? Well, who's that? Something Lee? Um, Peggy Lee? Not, not Peggy. What's she called? I don't know. Who sings that? I don't know. But yeah, that's a good choice. What about you? I think I like Run DMC's uh, What I Want, What I Really Want Christmas. What I Want, What I Really Want Christmas. No, I don't like Christmas music as a rule. Uh, even that one sucks. I, I don't. I think, I guess that whole Nat King Cole, like, Joe's oh yeah that's yeah no 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 i mean there's some and also anytime john coltrane comes on in the winter it feels like christmas music so mm-hmm. i very much like that jazzy shit you know what i mean like I'm yeah okay with mm-hmm. jazz. Uh, the, yeah well i know you don't like jazz because because you're an uncultured swine but the uh <laughs> what did you just call me <laughs> Come on, no name calling here. Well, you're the one that went jazz. But I don't even know what swine means. What does that mean? Come on in the chat. What is swine? What? A swine is is like a pig, right? It's an uncultured pig. 
Seriously, hey, pigs are, pigs are great, guys. They oh, are. They're wonderful. I mean, but they it's a compliment. In a nice way. But there are some pigs that are cultured and some, I guess, that are uncultured. Even don't, make, pigs. don't make excuses for him. Even pigs I'm, I'm, I'm being in the middle of the divider. Even pigs appreciate jazz. So... <laughs> <laughs> this loves jazz but really i don't get it for me every time i hear jazz it's as if my little nephew who is five year old would be like he likes, he likes I'm like, what not all you should release a jazz album. album that was good that was <laughs> scat album uh oh, just someone's scat. favorite christmas song is raining blood by slayer <laughs> oh that's funny it's a good one. Uh, I, oh, Karina's making a joke because I, it really bothers me that Leonard Cohen's song, Hallelujah, which has zero to do with Christmas and is. Oh, it has. And I'm such a big Jeff Buckley fan that it offends yes. me that that song got so, so popular. And Just on music for a song. It's not a Christmas song. song. <laughs> no, it's not a Christmas song. It's a Leonard Cohen song about like depression and really, yeah. it's quite sad and macabre, isn't it? Well, not macabre, but it's like, you know. Something about um being tied to a chair and like yeah, you, breaking she the you throne. To chair, she broke your throat. Yeah. She cut your hair. Yeah, Christmas. <laughs> That's why it's nice to be a non-native speaker because you can just ignore that and she's gonna be like, "Wow, that's pretty." Wow, they do say hallelujah. <laughs> you know, you just you don't hear the lyrics. You just you know. It's a cold and it's I... a lonely hallelujah. Like yeah merry christmas everyone right i am um, i was googling i'm sorry this is off topic but on topic because it's about music i was googling fiona apple weirdly uh and i think i was trying to find out if she was vegan because i went through a and, and i saw your video uh just ran it's like that's sky and then i watched you talk about fiona apple for like 15 minutes so that's yeah. just off topic i just thought i'd mention it while i'm here fiona apple yeah she's i remember i remember doing that because i i did a deep thing on uh, on fiona apple and how she <laughs> is still vegan but she also has um eating disorders and like you know and some I people equate that. some people equate one with the other but i don't think so i think she's an ethical vegan who has an eating disorder you know like she mm -hmm. she's done some hardcore like would only eat white food and like she's just uh like what do you call it obsessive compulsive she's, mm -hmm. too bad she's, every time people issues. Yeah, it's like that raw vegan woman who died was just eating yeah. nothing for weeks. And then everybody's like, see, it's because they're vegan. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm vegan too. Do I look like her? You know, it's like people are just, yeah. If Fiona Apple's dealt with like some, some very serious trauma, and I think yeah. that probably speaks to her music. Sometimes people with rocks in their soul make the best rock and roll, you know, like. Uh, totally, yeah. The Billie I, Holiday yeah. or. Uh, or uh, you know any Winehouse, there's just something you know profoundly tragic about them. And Bo Burnham, you hear in their voices, Bo Burnham. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Bo I Burnham, guess no, yeah, yeah, no, totally. A lot of comedians. Um, what's that tune that. that Bo Burnham does? The um, the one that Phoebe Bridges covers. It's really sad, but yeah, Bo Burnham. Anyway. Is it Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> That's my favorite song by Bonner Bo Uh No, it's something about like um, the world being like a funny place, and he names like all of the like harrowing slash hilarious shit that goes on in the world, but all combined together, like school shootings mixed mm. in with like YouTube funny videos, and it's like it's like this kind of compare and contrast kind of songwriting. It's it's a really good song. Um, 
but yeah, and I, I thought when I, that was the first song I'd listened to by Bob Burnham and I just thought he was this kind of skit comedy guy. Um, not that, but I just kind of thought it was like comedy music and they're like, no, there's depth to, even and when it's funny, there's depth to what he's doing. Athos, right? Like that's the best totally. thing. I mean, that's why that's why I think Charlie Chaplin still stands the test of time, though he does. Oh, Charlie Chaplin's great, so yeah. good, and it's because Chris, so good. He's a downtrodden Chris, tramp. Chris, Chris, have you heard of uh, Stromae? Stromae. Stromae. No. Stromae. We say in French. Stromae. I don't no. know. No. Is this a no? What is it? A French band or? He's a artist? Belgian, uh, very famous singer. He's he's even been here at Coachella and stuff like that. He's very very famous. Wow. And he makes me think of Bo Burnham. So his yeah. songs are like joyful and terribly sad at the same time. He's like one mm -hmm. of the really best artists right now in the in the French speaking uh, song. You would probably like what he does. Could you like send Chris. me? Could you maybe link yeah. me up? Uh, me I'm gonna I'm gonna cool. put in the chat, but I can also um, I can also send it to you. I'm really enjoying your um, new Instagram page, by the way. Thank just to plug you. your Instagram page. It's, Thank you so much. It's refreshing much. to see you just be fun and insult me for drinking oat milk. <laughs> but it's, yeah, no, it's really good. I really, I'm really enjoying your uh, videos. Thanks, thanks a lot. I'm having fun making it. It's fun. Chris, well, you made us show us. You made us show us. Oh, you ours. What is your favorite Christmas song? Uh, Wham! Last Christmas, but. One last Christmas. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's that time again. But it has to be, well, it has to be like the right time, really close to Christmas. But the thing is, everything's overplayed, isn't it? You know, um, and I always try and find and dig through and find like obscure Christmas songs. And I found some stuff, but I think, I don't know. It's really interesting. I listened to a I listened to an interview with Cher and Delilah, who you might may or may not know is a famous DJ out here, um, who's been around for like a hundred years. But she Cher is re releasing a Christmas album, and she's like the only reason she's doing it is because she finally is like she she got to pick all the songs and she wants that she has the rights to sing them. And there's a bunch of shit I never heard before, and I'm like I really want to listen to it now just because maybe she maybe she's gonna show me something I hate. I don't I don't hate. I mean. Or maybe it's a bunch of new things that I. It's always fun to find new things to hate as well, but um, you know, have yourself a merry little Christmas is a good one too. My, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. My I, most hated song for Christmas is Last Christmas. I oh, that's the that's the one one. But it's yeah. always played. See, the thing is, is like, it's almost like someone turns the Christmas button on when you hear that, and everything just becomes Christmas. So I can see why people hate it so much. But there's something so strangely nostalgic about the video. If you've seen the video, where it's like George with his big George Michael's yeah. big hair, and like he's, he's like he's looking all demure with his eyes down and stuff, and he's looking across at his ex lover, and then I don't know. I just yeah, for me that's the thing. I'm like, it's cringy to me. It gives me the ick. Oh, know? it's so it's cringy. Like, it's like but that's Christmas. They're trying to make it's so <laughs> sexy, and they're talking about. <laughs> And I'm like, what? Oh, what? Oh, yeah. I discovered oh, Christmas. I discovered like a... porn music. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that. I see that. I see that point. You still love it. I still love it. <laughs> it's okay if you love it. Jess loves it. He plays it all the time. He knows I hate it. <laughs> I, 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 hate, uh, I hate all those songs equally. But what is the most? What's the most vegan Christmas song? Do you think? Do we have a vegan Christmas song? Mm, 
Well, everyone says about peace on earth, like you know, like the, like Cliff Richard and like the Millennium Prayer, which is super religious. But if it's peace on earth, then then that's got to be a little bit vegan, right? <laughs> oh, how about, how about oh Christmas tree? Oh Christmas tree! It's about a tree. That's got to be yeah. It's about vegan. a tree. That's got it. Yeah. I mean, like, are they using pesticides on this tree? <laughs> could the music uh, heal the world? Could it be considered a vegan song and a Christmas song? Music healed the world? If music healed the world? Is no, heal the world. Heal the world. Oh. Make it a better Oh, place. but it's Michael Jackson and he's never. I know, fell. I know. Yeah. It's Michael Jackson. Yeah. But... Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> Your eyebrows. No. Chestnuts, chestnuts roasting on an open fire could be. Oh no, but then no, he says, but he says um uh something about a turkey. What did he say? Something about a turkey? Oh yeah, turkey. Like the mistletoe. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't say roasting. He says something about like uh turkey and some mistletoe helps to make the season bright. But it could be just like a rescue turkey. I used to live with a rescue turkey, so it could be. You know, it could be like over the. It's a turkey. A That's the way I hear it. Turkey, who's your friend? He's not a turkey. You're just going to recontextualize everything. I, I so I have this thing, which is that I think this is my big business plan: is that I can I'm going to veganize everything. I'm going to start with audiobooks. So I'm going to read in like a British accent. But every time it says something like "he ate a beef stew," I'm going to change it into like "he ate a tofu stew," and I just think that would be so good. So people can still, and I'm going to do that with all the Christmas songs too. I, so. I was going to say. It's I was like going to say Mark Twain. Mark What's Twain. that? It's like what we've done Mark with Twain? Mark Twain. Yeah, like Mark Twain, he literally has written books about children helping, you know, a slave. He took they took out the n-words and they took out they they like whitewashed the yeah. books. When when I read out loud, so sometimes I read to my partner, I read out loud, I veganize everything. I even say like, "Oh, he put on his pleather shoes instead of leather." Just like, oh, like you know, it just makes the story like if he's out fishing, he's not out fishing. He's out like looking at a lake. He just, you know, it's good for improv as well. So you know, I like he's out bird watching. He's out bird watching. If we haven't found a song <laughs> that's vegan that's about Christmas, that just means you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my friend, my friend has written one. Um, he's he has a music project called Vistopia, uh, and he's just released a Christmas song, and it's right. called Christmas Ghost, and that's that's. Basically about being vegan at Christmas time. So there's a Christmas song. That's I like cool. I need to listen to it now. Vegan That's ghost. Vegan. It's called. Vegan uh, it's called uh, a Christmas uh, a Christmas ghost. His project's called Vistopia. So if you go on his Spotify page or YouTube music page, it'll be there. You should get him on the show. He's I from Sweden. A Swedish vegan. And he's a vegan musician. He writes about all sorts of stuff, but he writes about veganism too. And Swedish fish are vegan. I love them. Sweet. <laughs> I mean, all fish are vegan. They just eat bits of debris, right? No, like sweetest fish. Like, the, you, do you guys don't have that candy? <laughs> no, I don't know what. I thought you were just like being. This was some sort of joke, and I was just jumping on it. Yeah, no, it's like fish. a little red gummy fish, and they're vegan. I don't. Maybe. They're little. I think it's honestly, only yeah. in America. I don't think it's in Europe. Well, they might call it something different. I, I could have sworn that that's a, a Swedish fish. I, I live I in a small what... valley. We we might not have it here. Small valley, a Swedish fish. Yeah, on top of a hill. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's like well, no, it's in a valley. So like, I'm in the scoop. You, you know, in the middle. Swedish hills fish everywhere. Fish. Uh, oh no, I see. I uh, know, but I've seen them. I think like on maybe like some sort of. 
online. I don't know. I've seen them somewhere. Yeah, we've seen, seen them ones. in the American movies. <laughs> That's where we've probably seen them. in American movies. Uh huh. <laughs> They're good. We They're definitely just... don't have those. No. Okay. Well, then, then I now I then I forgive you for not knowing what I was talking about. But the Swedish fish, our Swedish fish are vegan, <laughs> and you have a Swedish fish friend who's a Swedish fish friend who's vegan dystopia, who's written the Christmas yes. story, Christmas ghost, a Christmas song. Vegan called yeah. uh, Christmas Ghost. Yeah, yeah. You should um should totally message him. Get him on the show. He's a, he's a cool guy. I'll he's do called it. Martin. I'll, I'll tell him. I'll tell him you did it. You told me to. Next yeah, Sunday. Yeah, come on. His name is Where Martin. Else? Now we got another Martin. Martin. I think that's the name of that guy who's doing vegan camp out. I think his name is Martin. <laughs> yeah, George Martin, right? George Martin is the guy who's carnism debunked. But I think. George oh Martin yeah, carnism debunked. Yeah, yeah. But George Martin was on a panel with the other guy, and his name was similar to George Martin's. And I was like, their names are quite similar. And then I forgot the other guy's name because I'm probably never going to be able to go to vegan camp out, though I always want to. I need to start a – You should uh, come to U the UK. That would be good. Dude, I want to so bad. I need to start a GoFundMe to go to uh, – to go to um, take <laughs> vegan camp out. Helps no, take travel. vegan, of course, on tour. You yeah. can start from that. Like we're gonna go to the UK. We're gonna hang out with Sweet Goose, and I'm gonna make him taste some Swedish fish. Yes, I'm gonna bring out some Swedish fish to Sweet Goose. Don't forget to be... bring your stickers. Don't forget, yeah, your stickers. And I'm gonna bring a suitcase more stickers full. Than anyone else's? Suitcase. Yes. A suitcase Two full of stickers. Suitcases. Two suitcases or nothing. That's how I roll. No, I have thousands of stickers. You'll, You'll dress me. By the way, all right, but Cole, all right, I'm going. Then. <laughs> Cole says he's gonna pay for it. Ooh. Oh, wicked! Thanks, Cole. Cole's Cole's my patron saint. Patron saint? <laughs> yeah, I patron saint. Well, you, well, there's a patron. There's also patron saints. But patron saints, you pray to on journeys. So, that, like, uh, you never. I thought you were raised Catholic. You weren't raised Catholic. <laughs> I was, but I thought you were talking about the the platform Patreon. Yeah, I, I was kind of making a joke, but okay. never mind. My jokes don't land today, apparently. Um, I got it. Sometimes I don't know if you're talking about one thing you, or another because well, I lost this, the context. I'm like, uh, this wasn't on camera when I said the joke about the, the old one about nursing. When I said, where ah, you, where repeat it for the third time so you he that can laugh. For nursing, I was listening when, when, before I was on. Yeah, so before you were on, I said I, I met all these nurse these women walked into a waffle house. My friend tried to hit on them. They said they were there for the nursing competition. And you said where'd you get all the babies? Yeah. Did you you got uh -huh. that, right? Thank you. I got that, yeah, I left. I'm giving people fucking gold here. Gold, <laughs> comedy gold. No one appreciates me. <laughs> I'm laughing now. I'm laughing now. <laughs> it just took me a minute. Yes. <laughs> Do you know how I you think you should laugh at a joke on Friday? Who laughed no. at a joke on Friday? How do you get Fanny to laugh at a joke on Friday? Uh, I don't know. You tell you her tell the joke on Monday. On... <laughs> you tell it what? You tell it on Monday. Because <laughs> <laughs> it takes me a minute. <laughs> you should okay. see me, time. though. I'm. I, it's funny because I love comedy and I watch it all the time. But you see me at a show and I'm like this. Because by the time that I understood the joke, I cannot laugh because they're already doing the next thing. So what if it's so laugh. funny you're just laughing out of context? You know, like they're just in the middle of building up the next joke and you just like 
just go sometimes, for it laughing. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. Like yesterday, I could not stop laughing at my improv class because someone came and was like doing Popeye and they were opening a can of spinach and like drinking it. And, <laughs> and the other guy was like, oh, that's the Hulk. <laughs> the Hulk. Popeye. 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 And it was yeah. the Hulk. Popeye. Yeah, anyway. So for yeah. me, that made me laugh, and I just laughed for five minutes. <laughs> so do you know that artist Steve Coons? Do you know who I'm talking about? Do you guys know Steve Coons? No. Steve Coons. Uh, Tell us like, who uh, that is. Uh, I'm going to bring up uh, – hold on. Maybe it's not Steve Coons. He does this um, – Coons, I'm sorry, K O O N S. Jeff Coons, I'm sorry, I'm I'm all I'm, I'm Jeff a lot of Coons. Work. I still don't know who Jeff Coons is. Oh, yeah, well, brilliant! I'm gonna. All right, guys. So Jeff Coons is a famous artist. He does like you've known his work. Ooh, this is Popeye. his Popeye. Oh, okay, that's Popeye. And see, it's all it's all like metallic, and and he also yeah. he's, he's mostly famous for the balloon dog sculpture. You've seen this. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Lots of movies. He makes these giant balloon dog sculptures, and for whatever reason, people really think this guy is like the bee's knees. I don't know why people are obsessed with this guy, but they are. I went to. Um, There's even one taking a dump. Seriously. I, yeah, I don't know that which one. <laughs> He's been parodied. He's been parodied so often it's hard to know which one is him and which one is the parody because mm. uh because it's 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 taken it's so popular that now like like this one with the dogs this is something that he did and so this has been cop he's copied very very frequently and if you've been to Las Vegas at the um at the win and at the encore they have a few of his pieces and one of the pieces they have is that Popeye Oh, he did this famous this famous one about um this famous one with uh with Michael Jackson and the little baboon or whatever he has the monkey bubbles mm -hmm. he did this anyway he's he's a he's a famous Amer I think he's American I don't know it doesn't matter at the end of the day I went to Chinatown in San Francisco yesterday that fucking Popeye is everywhere every place has a Popeye for sale and they're selling it for like ten grand and it's like these Popeyes, it's just it's just Popeye, but he's made out of like this shiny metal. Who's buying these and putting them in their houses? I can't really rich vegans, maybe because he's like all drinking the spinach, you know, with the muscles. Yeah, he's like this. If you <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like really rich. Where do you get your protein from? Yeah, who's vegan? Who is really rich? Is I don't know. Vegan. I don't know any rich vegans. But if you do, make get them to buy like a hundred CDs from me or something, please. Uh, <laughs> Popeye is a Fleischer cartoon, and many times, like he opens a restaurant with olive oil, and he's serving chickens and turkeys. Popeye's not vegan, but like the but the but the spinach. Is it a Fleischer cartoon? Like yeah, Betty Boop? And... Mm -hmm. I yeah. didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know Betty that. Boob, that clown that everyone. Yeah, likes yeah, that. yeah. Bobo, Bobo the clown, I think. Yeah, Bobo. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Popeye was. It makes sense, but mm. yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> olive oil. All right. Well, um, thank you for stopping by. Thank you everyone for doing this. It's been a, it's been a pleasure doing Sunday school. Um, for me too. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's nice yeah. to see you. I, I like the, I like the new mustache, by the way. I, 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 I You're rocking it. it. It looks good. 
every time I get to a thousand subscribers on the channel, I'm shaving it. It's oh amazing. okay, yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's looking good. Every time you shave it, it'll grow back stronger. You know that's what they say. But I've been shaving it my say. whole life. I'm tell but now now I'm growing the beard out for the um for men's health awareness. It's no shave November. And it's oh, okay, yeah, yeah. To talk about prostate and colon cancer, but you've got like the the you look like you yeah. like like uh, Joseph Fines, Ray Fines, more handsome brother in uh in in uh, Shakespeare in Love. Oh, <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Ray, Ray Fines, Fines, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to look like Ray Fines. No, you look like um, Ralph Fines's Ralph. Why? And who gets away? If your I name is to. Ralph and you're English. Where do you get a, where do you get off calling yourself Rafe? Rafe. Do you guys have a lookalike who looks like you? And someone goes, Oh, you look just like because I have one. I'll tell you who he's in a minute. But and they're like, You look just like that guy. I used to get that. You look guy just like from... that. You just look like that actress or does you, do you get any anything like that? Have you ever seen Mad Men? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the first season. Okay, oh, so you um <laughs> I think I might know you even forgot his name. The sniveling bastard, the one who like who gets, <laughs> no, you don't uh, look like him. You no, don't look he's like ten percent. <laughs> when I used to get the suit, and I have like a kind of a hairline like he does, and um, and when I used to wear a suit every day to work, at least once a week, someone would say I look like. That. No, you look no. I I, I see like a, a breadcrumb, but like a snippet of him. <laughs> well, I what about you, Fanny? And now I get Elon you. Musk a lot. For me, the. Yeah, but the one no, or two no. people that I've been told were uh, Emma Stone because I do. Oh, I see. No, I do Emma see that a little bit. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I've been told also Jennifer Goodwin. I don't know, I don't know who, who that who is. is. I know. I know who that is, but I think she's in yeah, Once I just... Upon a Time. Yeah. Jennifer. Oh no, I don't. I, yeah, she's got like the short hair, mm. right? But sometimes oh, I have short no hair. Oh, she's Snow White. Snow White. She looks like the elfish. She's Snow White. So elfish looking. Yeah. She really looks like a little elf. I don't think you look as, uh, I don't think you look as elven. Yeah, as her. but Emma Stone, yeah, it's most. I it's not Emma, so much I that I look like Emma Stone. It's like I do things with my nose, like she does sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And the, the crinkle, the nose crinkle thing. <laughs> yeah. Does um does Emma Stone Emma Stone a lot? There's a controversy because uh, I think that she's vegan. She claims to be vegan, but there's a clip of her saying that she, she's talking about how good Branzino is. Francina's the name of a fish. So I want to know. I keep on. I heard that she's vegan since 2007. She's been vegan almost as long as me. But if she's eating fucking Franzino, she, she doesn't vegan. ever say she's vegan. It's not. I, yeah. I looked it up. She's she's used her platform to talk about animal rights several times. Really? So she's not talking about. No, she can talk about like I can say bacon's really good, but I don't eat bacon anymore. Like mm -hmm. that's the thing. So like some vegan <clears throat> love the taste of meat and choose not to eat meat, but. They can, so she can say, I love the taste of Branzino, and I'm never going to eat that again. Well, I think your I, accent is better than Emma Stone's because you don't have a – you have an accent, but you don't have a speech impediment. I've never understood – like, she she has a speech impediment. I don't know how they don't voice coach that woman. She's such an amazing actress. I think she – and she's so beautiful and all this stuff. What's her, what's, her, what's, her big, what's her biggest movies? Like Zombieland, uh, La La Land. Oh, yeah. The actor. Crazy, Land Oscar crazy Stupid La La Love. I've not yeah, seen that, know. but I've seen Zombieland. And she won an Oscar for La La Land, which is a very good oh, yeah. movie. Even though she's also in that movie with they did a one shot. The whole movie is one shot. How is it called? 
1917? Not Whiplash, not Whiplash, no. Mm, one Another shot movie? movie? I only know one. It's 1917. No, I'll 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 look it up. I'll, I'll hit you up. So, okay. uh, Chris, you Chris, didn't tell you? Who's us. Like? Who's your look? Deb Thompson thinks he looks oh. like Timothy Bottoms. I don't know who that is. So he's caught. What's the what's the actor's name? So have you guys ever seen the Umbrella Academy? Umbrella Academy. Yes, you do. Kind of look like that guy. There's a guy called Klaus on it, and. With and the then hands, sometimes he puts uh, eye makeup and I wear eye makeup and, you know, and stuff. So like, and then I went to get some sort of, uh, what was it? Some dessert from some place. And someone's like, oh my God, you're that guy from, no, you look just like that guy from the Umbrella Academy. And people messaged me like pictures of my face next to his face. Yeah. And I think like I look a little bit like him, but not well, with like eye makeup, you would. Yeah. He's a handsome guy. He's Irish as well, so it's all good. I mean, it's just like if you're bald. But I think he's got more of a kind of long chin thing. I don't have that kind of like. Okay, but like, there's definitely some 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 shots where he looks more like you than others. I mm -hmm. love that guy. He was in a series. <laughs> he's he started, really good. He yeah. started in the series when he was very young with people who had misfits. Yes. Oh yeah, my gosh. That was that was one of my favorite TV shows when that came out. Yeah. I was amazed by this show, and, and he was like, he was amazing in that. Have you done? He's, really, he's in, You've got he's a built-in Halloween costume, though, Chris. Like, don't 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 look at gift horses. Yeah, like yeah. could be Klaus from <laughs> Umbrella Academy. Yeah, you could you could I'm, cosplay Umbrella Academy at the next Comic Con and make all sorts of money <laughs> taking pictures next to people. <laughs> people love this klaus guy he's yeah. like the sexiest one too like he's definitely the sexiest of the of the umbrella academy characters because like if, yeah if, yeah, yeah I'd say if people so. haven't seen think, misfits they should watch it it's really good he's got really curly hair in it and he's probably like 16 or something but he's really they're, good in it they're so young all of them and they're so good and all of them turned out to be big TV shows after that. Well, yeah. the, the guy who time travels, he goes to, um, he went to Game of Thrones. Uh, he did, the, yeah. The actress with the curly hair, the super cute girl, uh, girl actress, she went on into a TV show, an American TV. Like, they all had amazing careers after that show because they're all... Yeah, it was just a, that was a small British show on Channel yeah. 4 over here. It was like, and, but I remember watching it and thinking, this is great. And not enough people over here who I knew were watching it. So I thought it flopped, but yeah. it's good. I don't know if it still stands up, you know, when you watch things back, when, you know, what, 10, 15 years 15 on, years. it makes you go... But I, I just thought when I saw that TV show, I was like, this casting is amazing. I don't know who cast these people, but they did the best job ever. Yeah, so well done to them. I'll check it out. I mean, it, you're right. You're right, Chris. So like things, entertainment has a short shelf life, especially okay. like just it's so rare that I watch a movie from the old days. And I'm like, wow, that really held up. You know, most of it doesn't. It just belongs in the ash heap of history. Legally Blonde 2 did. Yeah, that's the animal rights one, right? Isn't that the one where she's like, yeah, yeah. isn't she like, um, I've seen them both, but isn't that one where she like, she tries to save the testing, the, animal yeah, testing or something? Yeah, I was talking to this guy. I was like, I watched this 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 week 
totally like unexpectedly and i was like this isn't a vegan rights movie like animal rights totally. movie, vegan movie and i was like mm -hmm. so i researched the director and the director has like 500 followers on instagram so he's not known at all but he makes music ah. now he makes music now oh so right like, okay so i was like mm. his name was harris what's his name wormfeld charles oh. something charles harold worm wormfeld yeah. wow what a what a like i want to contact him like a reach out and be on the third we need to reach him out and say like hey uh what's the deal man you vegan come on the vegan of course show we want to yes. we want to talk to you we yeah. want to know how you made a vegan movie in hollywood 20 years ago come yeah. on i'm kind of bummed because i was hoping that the cmo of wild earth the vegan dog food company was going to come by he lives in i'm in berkeley he lives in san francisco he's supposed to come out and see me in berkeley and i'm like he just called he just texted me and said he has covid and i'm like oh, damn it first time getting it too still it's still ruining my plans this goddamn thing it's yeah. still it won't it won't let me go it's the worst thing to happen in my life and i'm and I, I was deeply affected by it and it won't let me out of its clutches well but, you also created vegan of course because of covid no that's true so it's not that the true worst, that's cool that's a good thing that's a good thing, that's a good thing to go out of covid yeah okay so a vegan of course already existed but doing like a live show and doing the whole like yeah meeting all these people yeah totally covid and the death of my mother uh prompted me to like do more full-time activism i didn't i don't want to go back to working a job for some carny fuck that's mm -hmm. like eating that's gobbling animals in front of me or mm -hmm. you know i just don't i want to be full-time activist and that is such a hard thing to do because of finances, you know. So but it's you're like, doing it. Look at you. Yes. Yeah. Still trying. Yeah. We're like, come on. Working yeah. for PETA is a full time job activist. True. Plus Working doing, for PETA is. Plus but like, doing vegan, of course. Plus God's doing kind. vegan, of course. Yeah. Be, be a little bit yeah. kind to yourself. Come you guys on. are so nice. Oh, you guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm a little bit hard on myself, but also I'm just like, also I'm in this nervous mode because I haven't heard about the next tour yet. And we only have 10 days left on this one. So I'm starting to freak out. Like, should I be looking for another job? Like, what should I be doing? And like, there's a like, have patience. Everything's going to work out. Trust the universe. Just let it go, man. Meanwhile, banks don't feel that way. The guy collecting the mortgage doesn't feel like that. He's just, you know, he's not letting it go. Let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so, you know, Wells Fargo wants their money. And uh, Chase. going to be okay. You're gonna be yeah. okay. They're gonna right. hire you again. There's no reason yeah, they totally, would not. Totally. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. You will. You will. You'll get another tour. And I think the thing is with that sort of thing is like, it's just like me. We spend a lot of time worrying about these situations, and it really doesn't get us anywhere because the, the harsh reality is, if there wasn't another tour, it would be that anywhere, anywhere. And you can't prepare for that. So it's just like you just have to trust that you're doing a great job, and that they'll want to keep you on. Yeah. Um, right. And leap and a net will appear. You know. You're right. You're absolutely leap and a net will appear. I like that very much. You're great, Chris. That's exact. I like that one. Leap and a net will appear. I haven't heard that one in a long time. Leap and also, it's and like it's interesting appear. as someone who has a lot of anxiety. It's interesting that our brains. Oh, I heard something that helped me. Our brains do a lot of anxiety and like negative thinking and all of that because we're just very creative people because we can imagine different scenarios right so yeah. that's actually our creativity being like 
hey, what if that would happen? What if this would happen? What do you think? Yeah. And sometimes it goes to like imagining something that's like mm, not the best that we want, but it's just because we're very creative. Well, also but, evolution, mm -hmm. evolution is like we have evolved to always imagine the worst case scenario. It's mm -hmm. just because that's what keeps us alive. But the worst case scenario almost never happens. And like the intellectual brain has to kick in and be like, look, that's probably not the worst case scenario. Probably isn't going to happen. It's going to be okay. Uh, Vinam Winian, what should, what else would I be doing? You know what? I don't hospitality, you know, I don't want to ever do that again. I don't want to work in a world where I'm like catering and, and uh, you know, catering to carnies and, you know, or the worst, the worst would be going back to serving animals to people. I don't want to be serving chopped up animals to people. Don't ever, I don't ever. Then you won't. Yeah. You, you won't, you won't be, that's it. You're that, that chapter's done. It's, yeah. It's really I, exciting that you, you though, I'm sorry, I was going to say, it's no, really please. exciting. I only recently saw that you, you work for Peter and you do this. You can, you can never say with an honest straight face that you don't do enough activism because all your day, <laughs> everything you do throughout a day is a hundred percent activism. So I think you can blow that trumpet a little bit. <laughs> well, that's the plan, man. I appreciate you. And I, I'm I, I appreciate you saying that. It's just, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, you know, when you start feeling like, okay, it's all working out and, but it just always feels like someone can take it from you and that, um, that it's, that it's, it's not because you're never out of the woods completely, you know, and it's just one of those things you gotta, you gotta keep going. You're right. A leap in a, in a net will appear. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and also keep on trucking right you just got to keep on going no matter what and you know this is a difficult choice it's not going to be easy it's it's not easy in a non-vegan world to decide i'm gonna do a life where i'm not gonna work ever <laughs> with anything that's not vegan it's just hard so yeah. it's never gonna be easy Unless the world becomes vegan, it's just not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. So it's a very difficult choice, but it's either making that very difficult choice and living with the consequences that ah, oh, finding a job like that isn't easy, or making the other difficult choice to not live by these rules and go and having to work with the meat industry and all of that. So either mm -hmm. way, it's not amazing it's like difficult anyways but it's like which one is going to be difficult right yeah it's like yeah. so it is a difficult choice it is something not easy to do someone's got to do it i don't know and there's people doing it i mean people like vegan gains and them are four hundred thousand subscribers so i mean you know what there's there's a way through there's a, there's a oh, look at the, the, that dog's face reminds me of Laika. I don't know. I've always yeah, had... me too. I want to make a sketch with her about that. About Laika. About... I want to make something funny about people sending a dog to. Space. I thought it was interesting on on the um what happened in history. <clears throat> I do that every day on my show, and it, it was like Laika is sent into space to her death. That was what it was. Yeah. It was they oh added that in there, and I'm like. I'm glad that they were. I'm glad that people are now acknowledging that she was killed for. Yeah, there's even a song, a Spanish song, uh, by the. Oh, I'll send it to you. Like is a like is an incredible story, and you know she was a stray. She was a stray that was adopted, uh, rescued from the street, and then sent to space to die. So I did not know this. I did, I knew Laika, but I didn't. I didn't know that was the story. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. That's it's sad. It's a, 
it's a pretty wild it's a pretty wild story Sky, um, I think I'm gonna have to bring Faye outside. So I'm, well, I think I have, I'm gonna I have, have to go. I'm gonna shoot off the well. batteries now, and I'm, I, I just we went we went oh. longer than we were than we were planning. And I appreciate you guys all for being here. Am I freezing? A little bit, but that's okay. Now it's a bit better. Everyone good? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, we got to go anyway. Thank you, everyone, for joining. I will see you on Monday. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Fanny. Bye, everybody. Bye, see you later. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all Guys, I'll be on the pre-shift tomorrow. I'll see you then. Oh my gosh, I can hear some music now. Um, thank you, everybody. Illegitimate non-carburantum. Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you and we need each other. And the aminals definitely need you. See you tomorrow, guys. <laughs>